Welcome to the show. It's your boy, Lewis. And it's your boy, Gibby. What's going on, guys? Today's music intro was by the fine young cannibals, Johnny Come Home. Mm-hmm. And I dedicate it to John DeVaris. Yeah, he came home, unfortunately. He came home, but to the wrong home. Wrong home. Yeah. So first I want to apologize because, you know, the intel that I had was true. His... Allegedly, his father and grandfather are Habs fans, for the record, but I guess he didn't grow up a Habs fan. So. Yeah, and we also never said it was a for sure thing, guys. Yeah. So you know, take it for... You hear things, you hear You know what, things. yeah. Little birds, little birdies. Tweet, tweet. So, yeah, um, today we're going to talk about trades and signings, uh, Habs news, free agent frenzy, mm. and it's officially our last show until the start of training camp, so it's a uh, bon voyage. Why? Why? Yeah, that's just just the way it's got to be, right? All good things come to an end. But first, what has happened since we've been gone? Uh, Max Holloway, he's pulled from the undercard event with a concussion or concussion-like symptoms. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about it? I I feel like cold main event. It was the cold. Yeah, I feel like there's like a curse on the UFC. All the big names are getting injured, like just before big events and. I yeah, mean, it's it's, it's kind of rough. Terrible. I feel like it's a rough goal right now for the UFC. Yeah. And they don't really have like a big ticket name right now that's available. Well, the the main event is still enough I think to hold the card. Like it's a yeah, big Yeah, no, fight. the the card itself, Cormier, but I'm saying Cormier versus Stipe. Uh, yeah, Stipe Miocic catchweight fight or whatever, a heavyweight fight. Yeah. It's it should be a still a good one. So, I think it's still enough. But it's yeah, it has become a common theme for the UFC now and it's it's just putting a bad taste I think in everybody's mouth. That's yeah. why they're losing so much uh popularity, I think. And McGregor tweeted, I don't know if it's like if it's for real, but he said my thoughts and my respect are with 145 pounds world champion Max Blessed Holloway. So I don't <laughs> are they friends or is he just trolling? I have you never no really idea. know with that guy, but that he did make that tweet. Okay. So I don't know. But here's this is the real champion. <laughs> Joey Chestnut wins Nathan's hot dog eating contest, beating his own record of 72, and he eats 74 hot dogs this year in 10 minutes, I believe it was. That's insane. That's Big Joey Chestnut is the champ. He's, he's, he's the greatest American. sports athlete of all time. <laughs> like He's the Move best over that Michael is. Phelps, but this is Joey Chestnut. He's the best that would The Mount does. Rushmore of the greatest of all time American <laughs> athletes, Joey Chestnut, is up there. How yeah. do you feel about the hot dog eating contest? I, I mean, it happens every uh, July 4th, right? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's become a tradition, but he, yeah. does, he does do other. I know he had his previous record. wasn't in this competition, but it was 73 and a half was his previous record. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't in this competition though, but he beat his his record, his world record, which Man. was seventy three and a half by a half a hot dog. So in ten minutes, yeah, and uh, like that's in I, a minute. That's like seven and almost seven and a half hot dogs. I read you what the full thing is, right? Twenty two thousand yeah. two hundred calories. Okay, um, yeah, it's <laughs> insane. And like I, the percentages of fat and cholesterol and the carbohydrates and everything like that. It's crazy, but 22,200 calories. That's a 74 lot. 74 hot dogs. That's man. a lot, man. Like, he needs six months of a cleansing <laughs> to, yeah. to just get rid of all of that. Terrible. But hey, congrats to uh, Big Joey Chestnut. Uh, speaking of Joey's, Joey Bats returned to Toronto, Jose Bautista, and uh, received a pretty warm welcome. 
Yeah, yesterday and the day before as well. Yeah, so the day before was pretty funny because he pulled a Jose Bautista type play where he, he missed a ball in right field. Yeah. That right field is like haunted for him. Yeah. <laughs> He's cursed in that field. <laughs> he so, actually, he, but he did make a nice uh, sliding catch as well. Yeah, yeah. He's, but still, it was just like he had. He had a typical game. A, it wouldn't have been a game at the Rogers Center without him. <laughs> yeah, making a an error. Blunder. But he also did drive in. I think the winning run yesterday. Yeah, in the yeah. Other game. So and and Marcus Roman gave him a little round of applause. So. Yeah, it was nice to see. It was good. Uh, it was good to you know. Hey, Joey did a lot for this franchise, so it's nice to see him uh, received like that. Uh, Neymar, did you see Neymar with the huge embellishment that ended up in an endless somersault? There's just like videos all over the internet yeah, of him. My just buddy rolling. actually my buddy actually uh gave me a little stat. He's been in all the World Cup games that he's played so far, he's been on the ground for eleven and a half minutes. Yeah, man. He that is affecting his like superstardom. Yeah. Like I know Cristiano Ronaldo too early in his career was known for that Diving kind of, but this is this is to another level. It's 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 bad. Yeah, he needs he, to stop. It's getting out of hand. Cuz the talent is there. The the guy is one of the best in the world and I just feel like more like all soccer players need to stop and I feel like they should it'd be like hockey. Like they need to get fined. They need to start getting fined for this stuff. Yeah. Like if they're starting if they're embellishing stuff Slap some heavy fines on these players. You're going to see it stop more. And, I mean, you have the video review now. You're looking at it. Find these guys. Give them cards for diving. I think that you got to get the, weed this stuff out. Yeah. You know? Even even when a team's up, like, they're just magically having cramps in, like, the 75th yeah, ex- minute. Yeah, on. It yeah. Just, like, it kills the game. It's... it's Right. No, I don't like it. Yeah, and delay of game penalties and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I mean, they need to start enforcing things like that. Um, staying on soccer. England. Yeah. England wins a penalty shootout for the first time at the World Cup ever. And I think it was their first shootout win since, like, I think it was, like, 1990. Yeah, something, something. like that. Against uh, Spain, they won in the Euro Cup. But this is their first World Cup. They, they've they been haunted. It's been a curse for them. Mm-hmm. And they finally beat the curse. Hey, good for them. Yeah, and it, it wasn't it wasn't cl- like it was close. Yeah, because I think they missed the first shot, and mm-hmm. everyone's like, "Oh my god!" But kudos to them for sticking to it, sticking by their guns, and uh, pulling it through. And hey, at the end of the day, Canada is the English colony, so we got to cheer for England. Yeah, hundred percent. Right? <laughs> uh, so rumors of Ronaldo staying on soccer here, mm-hmm. moving to Juventus. Yeah, there's actually rumors now that I was just reading. Um, that he's actually informed Real Madrid that he's interested in going to Juve. Yeah, so he's so it's again, these are again. all reports. But I heard still. that he's interested. Also, that he did a physical, he passed the yeah. physical, all kinds of stuff. So it seems like it's headed towards that path. I think that the one thing that is for sure, he's he's not going to be back with Madrid. Yeah, but I don't s- rule out another team trying to come in and steal him away. So we'll see. I mean. It's uh, it'd be inter- it's, I think it'd be interesting. I think it'd be a good Italy. move for him. I think he'll do. I think he'll do well in that league. It's a good. It's a good defensive lead. It's a it, league. It's a good test for him. I think. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, LeBron James. LeBron. LeBron James. James. Uh, to the Lakers. I did not expect the Lakers. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't. But I hate the NBA. Yeah, it's getting ridiculous. Like there's only three. Demarcus teams with, Cousins. Yeah, the man. State. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Big money for James though. He's making like what thirty eight point five million. Yeah, he didn't take no haircut. That's for sure. No. but Demarcus he, Cousins, well, he, is, I think he took a haircut a long time ago. Do you see his haircut? <laughs> Terrible. 
Uh, what hair, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, DeMarcus Cousins signed six mil. Like, yeah. he, he just wants a championship, but he's coming off a big injury. We'll see what happens there. But I don't know, man. Hey, at the end, I'm hearing that this move was more for his children mm-hmm. because he wants his kids to go to school in L.A., stuff like that. But, I mean, that team is not close to a championship, but I'm sure that he can help bring popularity back to the team, that's for sure, Oh yeah. after a few rough years. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. couple uh, guys going to the KHL that nail Yakupov is one. Failed. Yeah, fail, failed. Yeah, fail for nail turned into nail failed, right? Yeah. Like you said. <laughs> yeah, I actually got a lot of uh, likes and retweets yeah, yeah, yeah. on that. I was surprised. Because, <laughs> you know, you're usually not that clever, and they're, no. they're proud of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, David DeHarnay also going back to the KHL. Little Davey. Or not back to the KHL. <laughs> Where he should have been <laughs> a long time ago, though. Yeah. It's crazy to see how some of these guys were superstars that after they left our teams, they just... <laughs> like they sucked. Like yeah. so many of those players over the years, like Dale Weeses and Fleischmans and uh Lapierre's of the world, they left our yeah. team and di- disappeared. Yeah. It's crazy. It, it kind of speaks to something. Um Slava Voinov, his charges have been dismissed, so he's kind of one step closer to the NHL. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? I see a lot of people that don't like him going back to the NHL. I see a lot of people saying if the Habs sign him, I'm not going to become I'm not going to be a uh, Habs fan anymore. Listen, okay? I get it. What he did was messed up. But at the end of the day, everybody deserves a second chance, regardless of what he did. It's a little like I said, I don't condone what he did at all, but at the end of the day, people make mistakes. You need to live and learn. If you give him another chance, you give him another chance. Uh, it looks like the NHL is giving him a little bit of another chance, so we'll see where that goes. Yeah, t- I, listen, no, it's it's terrible what he did. I get it. And I, I'm not against what you said, like, that maybe he does deserve his, uh, another chance, and maybe he will, but not in this market, not in Montreal. Mm-hmm. Can't happen, especially the way Mark Bergevin has the talked way about Mark character Bergevin, and yes, attitudes. 100%. Like, this can't happen in Montreal. It would be a big, huge mistake to, to sign this guy, even though the talent is there. Sure, like I said, I'm not going to you know go protest because they let him back in. I mean, we've seen this happen around in Sports. different leagues. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, sh- I'm not saying give the guy a second chance, but I wouldn't be totally against it. Maybe he has changed. Um but they actually were talking about this on the radio the other day, how, talking about how the NHL is the only team that doesn't actually have like a uh, what's it called like a domestic a domestic violence like disciplinary action. yeah like they don't actually have it enforced. All the other leagues do, mm-hmm. but the NHL doesn't have anything written. Hmm. So it's it's weird. Yeah, that's interesting, especially yeah. something so. They said so- it has something to do with uh, you know Batman and them being lawyers. <laughs> so, yeah. So something, something about them being lawyers, how they want to let the legal system deal with it as opposed to disciplining them. disciplining their their players on their own. They, okay, they they live by the legal system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, which which makes sense for a lawyer. A hundred percent. Right, and I guess they kind of pride the NHL as a you know up and above league, a classy league. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a sticky situation. Yeah, like I don't even want to comment on it just because you might Listen, take some Listen, I would love, if, if it wasn't for the circumstances, I would love this guy on the team. Oh, 100%. He, Especially he's a good with player. the, you know, the newly, you know, 
created hole on the right side of the D. He's a left-handed D man. No, though, he's right. right. He's is he? Right. I think he plays on the left sometimes, but he is a right D. Okay. But uh, yeah, no, no, it's it a no. Look. It's not a, a no. good look. It's a no for us. Doug. It's a no for me, dog. Uh, Sens offered eight years, ten million dollars to Carlson. I mean, they considering kinda, the deals that have, Dowdy, yeah, right, yeah, they kind of have. Is that to. a slap in the face? No. Why would it be a slap in the face? It's not a low ball deal. No. Why would it be? It, he's on par with a with Drew Doughty. Him and Drew Doughty are not well. They're not similar no, players. It's Eighty mil, ten years. Yeah. I don't what know. was what was Doughty's? Sorry, eight years. Sorry. What was Doughty's? Uh, it, it was eleven mil. So okay. A mil more. So, I mean. Yeah, okay. I can see it. It's okay. It's a mil less. Who's a year. better, Doughty or Carlson? Who like who would I prefer on my team? Yeah. I pre- I prefer Drew Doughty simply because he's offensively gifted and he's also a defensive threat. Whereas Eric Carlson looks lost on the defensive end at times. He's yeah, more. He's starting offensive. to get better. He's getting better, but come on. Yeah, I think Doughty is a better complete. Dowdy is going to be 29, right? And how old is Carlson? Carlson's got to be around that age as well. Let me Google that. All right, like who's older? I mean, Dude. I like Dowdy better. And Dowdy hasn't really showed signs of, you know, okay, 28. So he's one year younger. Carlson's one year younger. Okay. So it's nothing crazy. Yeah, Dowdy, I think, is more of a complete defenseman. I think I'd like him on my team. But, man, the offensive ability of Carlson is intriguing. I would have to say that the Carlson type defenseman is worth more though because of the type of offense they create. Mm, and especially I get what you're the saying. analytics nowadays show how valuable these types of def- defenders are, the ones who create so much, right? So I guess it kinda, at least yeah. at least maybe more or at least par. I can't see you can make an argument for Dowdy making more, but I don't know. Carlson is is a really special player. So yeah, well, we already it? knew. Like you're gonna have to make Eric Carlson stay. You're in Ottawa, the tire fire in Ottawa. You're gonna have to pay this guy big bucks. A hundred percent. You're I gonna mean, have to pay him like you have thirteen, else. like more than Connor McDavid. You you have nothing else. Yeah. So, but he's going. Sports. It's he's gonna. Going. He's yeah, not he's gonna going be. He's to, not gonna be suiting uh, up for the sense. It's the gonna, Lightning. He's going to the Lightning somewhere. Yeah. Just you followed Stamkos on Twitter. They, so. they, they got it. Yeah, that's right. Instagram, we did see right? that on Instagram. So. So he's going there. Uh, all right. And then Kyle Dubis. He's he was in an interview recently. He said that he they asked if he can keep all those players: Nylander, Matthews, Marner. He said he will, and he said that he can, and they will. Did he bump his head? Do you think that they can keep all those players? It's a feasible thing. It's it's. It's possible. They got a lot. I was looking at their cap space. They got a lot of cap space. Though. Yeah. Okay. But looking at it in the long run, like you have. Okay. Let's let's look at it this way. Nylander is going to be what an eight point five nine mil kind of guy, right? Yeah. Martyr's going to be what around the same, correct? Mm-hmm. And then Matthews is probably going to be an eleven to twelve point five a year. Right. Right there is thirty. I don't know. My math was terrible. I was trying to. <laughs> about 30-something mil right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? And then you got Tavares at, what is it, 11 mil he's making? Mm-hmm. Right there is 40-something, 40, 40 mil. We'll, we'll just say everybody's averaging to about 10 mil each. That's 40 mil. Yeah. The cap the cap hit right now is at, what, 78? 78.5? No, the cap? No, isn't it 80? 
Uh, um, Hold on, let me check in. I'm pretty sure it was 78.5. Well, regardless, regardless of what the cap is. 79.5. Okay, 79.5. Right there, you have 40, you have more, you have about 60%, 55% of your just on four forwards. Yeah. And then you got guys like... See, the thing is, is I think, Riley. sure, they could do it. But the problem is, is I think that they don't realize that other holes are going to start creating. Yeah. You know? They're, they're, they're going to create other holes. There's going to be other holes now. And then you got to hope that all these other young guys like Kapanen and uh, all these young guys, what's that other guy, Hyman and this and that, that they still are able to do what they're doing. Yeah. Because who's to say that they fall off? You never know, right? So, I don't know. I don't, me personally, I don't think it's possible, and I don't think it's the right thing to do. I think you're gonna, you you got to flip one of those kids for a stud defenseman eventually. But like I said, we'll keep an eye on it. It sucks to say, but it looks like the Leafs are there. They have a it's a good problem to have. It is. It's a good problem to have. One hundred percent. So they have the you know, asset. They you have, got like all these the players. players. Can you keep all these assets. studs? Like that's a good problem to have. So yeah, I'm sure. Whereas we're trying to find studs. Yeah. So this management team, I think they'll they'll figure it out. Yeah. All right, well, that's all we got for now. Time to get into the show. To make those rainbows in my mind When I think of you sometime And I want to spend some time with you Just the two of us We can make it if we try Just the two of us Just the two of us All right. We're going to start with some uh, big trades and signings. Mm -hmm. So, like we were just touching on earlier, Drew Doughty, eight years, 88 mil. Great. I like, I like, I love Drew Doughty. Yeah, I think it was good. I, you know, and I, I really like how they don't let it go, wait till the final year, get it done earlier. I mean, for stud players, you always want to do that. And Mm -hmm. even, hey, Drew Doughty is sticking around, even though it seems like LA is headed down that path of kind of having to rebuild that team. It seems like they're, they're, they're not the same team that won the cup a few years ago. They have, you know, depreciating assets. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's not, I, I think he just likes it there. He loves the city. He won his cup there. Right. Mm -hmm. So maybe he's just like, Hey, it is what it is. I'm just going to stay here. I don't need to chase a championship. Right. Yeah. Good good signing for them. Uh, Tyler Blozak. The Bozak. The Flozak. Um, St. Louis, three years, 15 mil. Yeah. You know what? Um, literally just thought of it, like off the top of my head, off the dome. You essentially replace right now for the season Bozak for, Sta- for Stasny, or Stasny for Bozak. So you save 1.5 mil on, uh, on that for your third line center, uh-huh. right? So good signing for uh, Bozak. He got paid. Yeah, I think he got what he wanted, yeah. right? Which was five, five million. Five million a year isn't bad. It's not a terrible cap hit for him. So, yeah, good for him. Yeah. Um. Same again. Uh, David Perron goes back to mm-hmm. the Blues. Four year, four mil. Yeah, which is not bad. That's I, a mill a season. I'm surprised, especially David. He's well. He's got a lot of concussion issues and stuff. So, low risk. Uh, low risk signing. Yeah, you well, know, he, high he, risk signing. Mm, even though, but he was a guy who. Yeah, He's he's not bad. He's half yeah. decent, right? Yeah, yeah he's he all right. His last year, he had 16 goals, 50 assists. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's a pretty good season. 
Yeah. Right? He's a setup guy. I mean, he, he's 66 points last year. That's nothing, you know, to shake a stick at. The guy, guy's pretty good. I think he's still a useful player, and he's only 30. Well, he's 30 years old. Uh, I think it's a good good signing. It's not a bad signing. Yeah. Um, now, this was the trade. Ryan O'Reilly to, to the Blues again for Sapotka, Berglund, Tage Thompson, and a second-round pick. Yeah, that's that's a lot of that's a lot of assets to yeah. to acquire for uh, a fifty-point guy. Honestly, I think they got a good haul for an overpaid center, in my opinion. Um, you look at Berglund; he's hovers around the thirty-five point mark. Um, he's a few years older than O'Reilly, so it's not any play center. Sabatka is a winger. Um, he averages about 30 points a game. Uh, a game, imagine. Jeez. <laughs> 30 points a season. What's um, he playing, man? Couple years. Basketball? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a couple years older than, uh, than O'Reilly as well. Um, so, yeah, right there, there's two decent players that you instantly get. You got the second rounder. And then I really, like... I was reading into uh, Tage Thompson. Tage. Yo, he's he's a big boy. He's yeah. six five. He's yeah. six. He's a 6'5 center. He's apparently a good skater. Has solid skill to him. He's projected to be a top six guy. And um, I was looking at comparables. He's comparable to Jamie Ben type, like a type player. Uh, so, not Jordy. No. Oh God, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm honestly I'm glad the Habs stayed aware for stayed aware. Stay clear of one. acquiring uh, O'Reilly. Price is too high, and I think Buffalo, well, yeah. Buffalo did a good job. They maximized they did, the they value did, for yeah. him, and yeah. they actually ended up not having to pay their bo- his bonus. Well, I they th- I think it's a win for St. Louis too because they were able oh, to 100%, they were able 100%. to get out of this without giving up their big big yeah a hundred percent you know like. Uh, um, what's his name? Robert Thomas. Yeah, and there was the other kid. There's a couple other kids. They got a, they got a pretty good yeah. They have good pool. prospects. They didn't pool. give up their like really good no. pieces. So, and I mean, look, the last three we just mentioned: Tyler Bozak, David Perron, Ryan O'Reilly. Adding to that team, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good no. That's for St. Louis. like who who's their top center right now that I can't I can't think of. Uh, so it, it's, no, Tarasenko. He's not a center. No, he's a left wing. So, so okay, so right now it's uh, Shen, right? Yeah, hundred. Yeah, it's Shen Braden, it's, and then another Braden guy Shen, goes Braden Shen, O'Reilly, and Bozak. Mm-hmm. That's that's a crazy th- one, two, three punch. That's, yeah, yeah, exactly. But is it? Am I? Do I have it right? So they have. Yeah, okay. F- Robbie Fabry is the other kid I was talking about. He's pretty good. Yeah, but he. Oh shoot! I forgot about him. Yeah. So Br- yeah, they have Braden Shen. Yeah, Braden Shen, I think, is their top guy. But now they have O'Reilly, like you said. Yeah, Bozak. Those are your three. And then they have a, a few other young Obviously, guys. But yeah. Shen was a good I, I like them down the middle. They're good. It is really good. Um, okay, Paul Stasny to Vegas. Got the three-year, 6.5 mil per. Um, it's not overpaying. I thought it was. I thought he wanted more. I think it's not. It's pretty good. Three years, 6.5. I thought he was going to get seven, 7.5. So good for him. Yeah, well, well not I good, mean, for, good him. for Good for Vegas for... He wants to win. Taking it. Taking what he got. It looks like he wants to win. That's a I want to win contract. Three years, 6.5 mil. Yeah. He would never sign that to come to Montreal. If he was going to come to Montreal, he probably wanted years. Guaranteed. That's yeah. how I feel about it. But who knows? I hope that he goes there and they don't win. <laughs> Curse you. 
another center, Valtteri Filpula to the New York Islanders one year, 2.75. So who cares? They don't need John Tavares. They got Valtteri Filpula. Oh, 100%. He's not, uh, <laughs> he's not aging or anything. Nah. He's, and look, 2.75. Look how much money they saved. 100%. He's going to play right behind uh, Barzal. And there you go. Bob's your uncle. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah. Phil, Philpula has really plummeted. He's old. Yeah, he's getting old. Yeah, no stock, not much stock there. Uh, James Neal, five Real years, 5.75 mil going Neal. to Calgary. I really like this. I thought he, you, we were talking about him and I said he was old. He's only 30. No, he's not that old. Yeah. I, I thought, thought he, he was, was, yeah. I thought he was like 33. I guess because there's so much action going on with him over the past few years, it's kind of just like when you see guys jumping, you kind of just think like they're like on their last end. Yeah. But I mean, he's a great goal scorer. Calgary. He, he needs brings a lot a to the table. He's he's gritty. He's a goal scorer. He's a good player. He's got he's got he plays with that on the edge. I like him. I think it's great to already great. a great add to the already talented squad in Calgary. I really like what Calgary has done. They made the move, the little moves that I expected to an already pretty elite lineup. So yeah. kudos to them. Five-year, 5.75, I think, is, is a good value for that type of player. Uh, Joe Thornton signed an extension, one-year, five mil. Mm-hmm. Another decent contract. Yeah, probably, this probably is last year. Yeah, probably. He's just going to give it one shot. and that's Joe. All right, yeah, I think that's going to happen. Uh, Luke Shen. <laughs> He's still around. Yeah, Anaheim, one-year, 800K. He's fallen off. Yeah, he fell off so badly. I mean, the guy hits. I know in my fantasy <laughs> league, I always try to snag him because he got like, he has like yeah. He came he came flying out the gate for the Maple Leafs was like this big tough stud, and then he just bye peaked too early. Um, Nemestikov is gonna stay in New York two years, eight mil. Yeah, I feel Good. bad for him. Why? <laughs> got the short end of the stick there. <laughs> hey, he didn't have to sign. <laughs> got the short end of the stick there. They, you got Tampa Bay, this really good, hot, contending team, and then you get shipped out. Hey, he didn't have to re-sign in New York. And he was playing well, too, right? Like, it's not like he was playing bad. Yeah. But it's kind of sad to be that one guy like, sorry, bud, you got to leave. Like, everything <laughs> is going good. We're playing good, but bye. you're the, you're the guy who's got to leave. Sorry, bud. So, yeah, uh, maybe he'll, you know, find hope. I don't know how good New York is going to be, but they're going to be ass. Yeah. Uh, Couture, Logan Couture is going to stay in San Jose. Eight year, eight mil. That's a good deal. Yeah, he's a good player. That's a good deal for their top center. All right. Now we're going to go some uh, ex-habs here. Chris Terry. He uh, he's gone. He's going to sign. He signed a two year deal with the Detroit Red Wings. Is it a two way? I believe it is a two way. Yeah. Okay. So he'll probably end up in the AHL like usual. Good for him. Yeah, he's Congrats. an AHL guy. We, we I knew we were going the youth way, like the youth movement way, so I knew that Chris Terry wasn't going to come back, but we wish him all the best. He was pretty good for us, mm-hmm. especially for the the minors. Or Laval. Laval. <laughs> and uh, Laval and who was the other? Uh, Ice Caps? Yeah. Um, Greg Patteron, your, you know, Andrew Shaw's best friend, uh, three-year deal in Minnesota. <laughs> Is it a two-way or a one-way? I think it's a one-way. Okay, good for him. I, you know, I think he's proved enough that he's he, not bad. He's yeah, a solid six-seven guy. Yeah, he's a he, he's a bottom pair. I think he's a he's a bottom pair guy who can't hurt you. Brings a little physicality. Yeah. So yeah, he's not bad. And then Yaroslav Halak going to Boston. 
Backing up a Boston. Backing up two a guy. years. Yeah, they didn't like Kadobin. Kadobin. So he's gonna be behind Rask, Halak, and Rask. Victor. <laughs> Victory Rask. is mine. Not Victor. Tuka. Tuka. Wow. Victor. Plays Victor Rask <laughs> is a Carolina guy. Yeah. Uh, wow. Jared Tenorti I to actually, the Preds. I like this. Two-way like deal. This. The the team full of ex-Haber de- defensemen. Hey. Well, not Emelin anymore, but they had Emelin. They had Weber. Where is Emelin? Uh, I think he's a free agent still. Oh, so yeah. Weber. So. Imagine if they had Emelin, Weber, <laughs> Jared Tenorti, Subban. Wow. Yeah, I think this is more of a minor. Listen. They what would it, what, are good imagine, at developing D-men. <laughs> I know. Watch Maybe him turn into a this. stud. What, the irony in that, though. Yeah. <laughs> and like, he plays alongside, because he's left-handed, <laughs> and he plays alongside P.K. Subban, oh. wins the Norris. <laughs> wins the Norris. <laughs> yeah. And beats out Subban oh, in voting. Oh, man. Can you imagine how crazy Twitter <laughs> I would delete my Twitter. I swear, I know 100% we'd hear people say, oh, man, we should have never, we never we given up, up on, on him. him too early. You see what happens when you have good coaches, good development. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I got to keep an eye on that. Uh, Zach Fucali and Daniel Carr to Vegas. I like it. Yeah, it gives, uh, not really, Fucali. Daniel, gives, I think Daniel Carr. I think he'll I, do okay. I think he's going to be a great fit down there, man. Yeah. I really do. I'm happy Hard for the worker. kid. I hope he gets a good chance out there. I mean, the kid could could play. He could score goals, so hopefully he gets a chance. I don't. Hopefully he doesn't get buried in the minors. I'd like to see him get a shot. He's a good worker. Um, I'm Hard calling worker. that he's going to score, like, uh, he's going to have a two-goal game when we play them. No, 100%. You Two heard goals, it here three first. Assists. Here on the Habilism podcast, you heard it here first. Lewis says that Daniel Carr is going to score two goals when he plays the Habs. Even if he plays in the minors all year, they're going to call him up just, just for that to game. score two goals against us. Hey, bud, get out there. We need you. Uh, and uh, Zach, yeah, Zach Fucali, <laughs> project that never worked out. Yeah, I think that, like, they got Maxime Legas, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> how are you going to beat a Legas? <laughs> 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 not going to happen, man. The guy's a stud. I mean, hopefully, well, not hopefully because you never wish injury on goalies, but maybe they have another incident where all nine goalies got injured and then they're like, <laughs> yeah. hey, Zach, we need you, bud. <laughs> Maxime Legas, man. He played so good. He earned a contract. <laughs> <laughs> good for Legas. Uh, and the, this one broke my heart. Calvin DeHaan signing in Carolina for 4.5 mil per man. Four yeah. years, four point five mil for That's such a good, a good affordable contract. Don't know if he would have, uh, but I mean, it's not like Carolina's any better. Yeah, no. Maybe the taxes. I don't know, but yeah, I would have been fine giving him five. Yeah, 5. that's 5. a good 5. deal. That's a really good deal for Carolina, and he's still younger, ish. I think he's like twenty seven. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's sad. So New York Islanders they lost to Varus, but they got Komarov and Martin. Komarov, Martin, and Lou. Yeah. So that's a good deal for uh, for New and York. Valtteri Filppula. So I mean, <laughs> these guys these guys are stacked. Let's go. They're probably all going to play together. Martin, Filppula, and Komarov. Yeah, that's a pretty solid fourth line. <laughs> no, that's not their fourth. That's their top line. <laughs> that's their second. <laughs> <laughs> Martin on the second. Uh, I don't know why <laughs> these guys go to get Komarov and Martin. Like they Komarov's not a bad player. No, He's Komarov. Okay. No, I like Komarov. But Martin's a plug. I think Komarov is good, but Martin, I don't get it. Maybe he they just want him to beat up Johnny <laughs> like when they play the Leafs next. Head hunting. Yeah, I don't know. 
We'll see. We'll see. I'm I'm in, I'm gonna keep an eye on New York Islanders. No, you're not. Lou, Lou. Is, <laughs> no, I am in this offseason. I want to see what else they do. Like it's Lou. I'm sure Lou. You know how the mafia is. Yeah. Hey, oh, I'm gonna whack that guy. <laughs> Forget about <laughs> it. Yeah, I'm gonna whack him. Not now. Let the heat. <laughs> you know, like he's got he's got a target on their head. He's coming. Jeez. Jesus. <laughs> uh, so this Duclair allegedly signed a one-year deal. With Columbus. With Columbus. I heard but that. Then, don't know if it's official yet, though. Any no, word on that? I haven't looked at Twitter. So I don't think it's official bit. yet. Let me see. Um, I know Jeremy Filosa tweeted that it was. so. But yeah, the Habs were offering a two-way. Yeah, is, so. Okay, no. So I guess it did. Blue Jackets signed Anthony Duclair. Oh, so it's official. Yeah. Okay, so no word on the details, obviously, right now, right? Um, let me pull it up. So a one-year deal. So one year, 650000 according to multiple reports. Wow. So that's has a... confirmed the signing. Okay, so Duclair is... Is it a two-way so or it's a, a one-way? I believe it's a one-way. And allegedly, the Habs were offering a two-way. So that's, I think, what the issue was. And I don't... Like, okay, I get it. Like, we... I know a lot of people are like, why wouldn't you just opt? But you don't. You have to look at. You don't the, need to. The thing is, is though, you have to look at the amount of wingers we yeah. have. There's going to be an open competition. Mm-hmm. So if you're stuck with a guy like that, like you don't know, like maybe he plays well in the beginning, but then he goes back to how he's played. And he can just. Send and then him now it's a low risk sign if they if he. But does I'm saying, and it. then now he's on a one way, and you're stuck with him, right? Yeah. So I think the two well, way you're not really is a better stuck option. with him. You can send him down. You just might lose him to waivers. But. Right. Exactly. But who wants that, right? And then if imagine if the Habs were to do that, oh my goodness! Again, <laughs> I, know, I, I would know, shut I know. my Twitter down. I know. So, you can't do anything in Habs Nation. Listen, like it's impossible. I, it's it's you know it's a nice thought. Anthony Duclair, hometown kind of guy, you know, Quebec guy, you know, who had all this potential coming out of the World Juniors. It's a nice thought, but at the same time, I'm not that upset about it. It is what it is. This is one that I can live with. Now the big one, John Tavares to Toronto. Seven years, 11 mil. Where were you when this happened? Um, Oh, wow. Where was I? Wow. Where was I? I don't know. You tell me. I was... Um, I think I was on the way to your house, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I was on the way to your house. Um, and yeah, I was, I read it and I was pissed. Yeah. Like, it sucks. Okay. Of all teams, you had to, like, I get it. You're going home. But of all teams, like you, like, if you're not going to sign with Montreal, that's heartbreaking. But then you go sign with the Leafs. Like, you're just breaking our hearts twice. Yeah, I. This is exactly. Honestly, okay, sorry to cut you off. I don't do this. You always cut me off, so my, now it's my turn. <laughs> I don't like. I like the deal for Tavares. I don't think it's a good deal for Toronto. I think why the reason why that there was so much weight for Tavares to decide was because I guarantee you he wanted to go to Toronto. He was stuck on Toronto. Toronto doesn't didn't want to give him this much term. I guarantee you, but they ended up just saying, "Listen, fine, let's just do it. We'll do it. Whatever." This is a big contract to hold over them right now with yeah. Marner, yeah. Matthews, and Nylander. <clears throat> they still have to. They still have to, to sign, sign them, right? So that's that's pretty big in my like in my opinion. I think 
it's a good deal. It's he's a franchise player, hundred percent. I just don't think it's a necessary signing for the Leafs, but their odds are to win the cup now. So we'll yeah, see. Yeah, you know, I think no, I think at the end of the day, John Tavares going to the team, it's it can't hurt. It's gonna be good. I think I definitely see them trying to go for it. This is a big thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're thinking about next year. And if worse comes to worse, they can always trade one of those kids. Yeah. You know, I think they'll worry about that. They'll cross that road when they get there. This definitely makes them better. But I was looking at something and, you know, giving up Bozak, I believe it was like Bozak, Komarov, and um, and a JVR, that's a lot of goals. They let yeah. go. They let walk. So they didn't really replace it with too many goals. They just replace it with one player. So they're hoping, you know, they're depending on all these young guys to produce again. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say that they're going to be bad. This is not going to be good. We don't know yet what the future holds. We don't know how much money these kids are all going to make. They need to sign Nylander this year. They got to sign Marner and Matthews next year. I think that this can't be a bad thing. I think it's a great signing. I can't believe they got him. It sucks. Yeah. It really does suck. But yes, I do think that there is some some things to look at for the future. Let's see how it all plays out because maybe this isn't as great as people think it's going to be. But, I mean, looking at it right now, I can't see it turning out bad, but obviously I hope that it does. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Matthews has a a prima donna blow up. Yeah, I hope that he's just like he tells us. Yeah, I hope he just comes to the bench like Patrick Waugh did and I want to get out of here, (laughs) you know? So we'll we'll see. It was a yeah. it was a dagger to the heart Shout of Habs heart. fans, and just I just I wouldn't care where he went anywhere except there. But it happened. It is what it is. I'm I'm moving on. Yeah. All and right. We're moving on in the show as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. No. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh. <laughs> Okay, oh yeah, that's right. We're going to take a break right now. We'll be right back. Okay. Want the latest Habs news with game previews, reviews, and highlights? How about full coverage of development camps and special events? Looking to follow the Laval Rocket or the Brampton Beast more closely this season? Perhaps you'd like to learn more about team prospects. Would you like a place to socialize with hockey fans all over the world? We've got what you're looking for at allhabs.net the place where you'll find everything you need to be the most informed and connected Habs fan around. Allhabs.net And we're biggity, 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 back, back, back. Back at it again. Back at it again. again. Yeah. Scorpion. <laughs> Drake. Shout out Drake. Shout Scorpion. out Scorpion. Uh, <laughs> so uh, takeaways from development camp. Um, I think it's safe to say that the paling Cote Kenyemi hype is real, boys Ooh. and girls. Um, they got a bromance. They got a bromance. Um. Basically, everything I saw from Habs camp was, oh, did you see paling? Oh, this, paling this, paling that, paling this, paling that. So he obviously is impressing, and he's developing very well, and he's, I think, ahead a little bit ahead of schedule. Um, apparently, he put on 20 pounds. He bulked yeah. up 20 pounds. Um, but his sexy physique aside, from what I read, 
and from the highlights I saw of him, he looks really good and is developing well. Colt Ken Niemi looked really good as well. Um, he showed some great vision um, and some really good chemistry with Je- our second round pick, Jesse Yolin. Yolonen. Yolonen, uh, a fellow Finnish player who had a great camp as well. Um, Caden Primo showed that he could become a very good goalie, goalie prospect. And a surprise um, development camp emerger is Jordan <laughs> Harris. <laughs> emerger? Jordan Harris, a person to really keep tabs on because he apparently really impressed that camp. He's a good defensive prospect, and we drafted him in third round this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know, like, I don't have much to talk about. I know reports are that Paling looks like a man amongst boys. I heard that that kid, Jesse Alonen, is very fast. Like, his mm-hmm. wheels are out of this world. Um, Koka Niemi, I heard that he looks good, but needs to beef up. Uh, Jacob Olofsson, I think uh, this yeah. guy was one of the guys that was penciled in as one of the steals for the Habs in this year's draft. Had a strong showing. I know that he scored, like, a shootout goal, scored a game-winning goal. Uh, so that's a kid to keep an eye on. And I, I was disappointed that Jake Evans wasn't there. I forgot that he was recovering from surgery. I, I know he was on the list, but I didn't see the asterisk beside him. So, yes, so he, he's recovering from surgery. Um, but at the end, this is not the most important camp. You know, This is kind of like uh, feel, feel it out, first day of school, meet the new kids. You know, hi, you know, hi, my name is Jack, and I like coloring books type of deal, you know? Yeah. That's how I feel about that. Okay. Um, so have signing and signings and trades. Josh Brook is the only Hab to be named to the World Junior Showcase for Canada. Okay. Yeah. I don't really know much about him, but... Yeah, I mean, you always want to see more kids get picked. Um, but, I mean, there's a lot of guys on the list this year on that camp that might be picked... You know, that might play in the NHL next year. Yeah. So it's only preliminaries. I think uh, I'm confident we'll probably see a couple more names on there later in the season. But I think most of our representation is going to come from, like, Finland, USA, Sweden anyway. Mm-hmm. We don't have too many, like, top-notch young Canadian prospects. But Josh Brook, that's a guy who was named to the preliminaries. So uh, we'll keep an eye on him. Yeah. Um, this one, <sighs> Shea Weber out another five to six months. After yeah. arthros- arthroscopy knee surgery. Arthroscopic. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, they were saying that he was having a minor um, procedure. And then when the doctor went in there, they ended up finding something pretty major. Obviously major enough for him to miss five to six months. Yeah. Um, that's a huge blow. Like, we're not looking very good on the defensive end. And then you get that. A couple months before training camp. Well, a month before training camp. It's not yeah. uh, not a good thing you want to hear for yeah, sure. Yeah, we expected him just to make it, but I mean, now it's like, ouch. Yeah, he'll be back this, around December. This one sucks, you know. Yeah. I think that, you know, we we were headed, we were already headed down the path of tanking yeah. this season, but I think this much, this pretty much is going to put the nail in the coffin. Yeah. And I know that, uh, People are complaining about not knowing sooner. Yeah. But I think with the draft and free agency, 
the last thing you need is for everybody to know that your starting D-man is out until December. Yeah, 100%. You know, like, it affects free agents. It affects trades. GMs will know you're desperate. And it's just, I think it's just a bad thing hanging over your head during those times. Yeah, I agree. So, stop making a big deal. I'm not totally upset with the delayed release. Of course, either way, it sucks. Um, but I think it does bring clarity as to why Bergevin has done nothing to, to fill some of these roster yeah. gaps, right? Instead, he's just filling the plugs, just getting enough players to, co- to, to put a roster together. Because I feel like once he heard that news, he said, I don't know. Doesn't look like it's going to be a good year again. <laughs> yeah. It's a, That's it what looks, it feels like. Yeah, it looks rough. Um, but you want some good news? Yeah, Thomas sure. Thomas Plakanich, one year, Plucky. 2.25 mil. That's a good deal for a third line center, but we have him as uh, we technically have him as second if you really don't include Drewen. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a, you know what? It's probably his. I'm I'm glad that he's going to play his a thousandth game. Yeah, in yeah, exactly. Uniform this exactly. Year. I think we are. We actually going to be at that game. Are we uh, not? In maybe Pittsburgh. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, actually, is it right away? I think that's. I or think is he, the I second think he has game. What does he have? We're, I don't we're only playing. I think we're going to like second or third game. So I don't know how many games it is. We okay, never mind. Ignore me. Um, yeah, man. You know, I'm actually pleased. I get to wear the the Plecky jersey. Yeah, you can bring it back a little longer, and he gets to reach the thousand game milestone in a Habs jersey. Um, and it's a one year easy value contract. If he plays like he's been playing, I think. Uh, Hey, who knows? Maybe we can even flip him to another team at the deadline. <laughs> and then <laughs> he'll sign again. Hey, you know what? Say, listen, say what you want, but he was actually a huge help to that young Leafs team. He was. And, you know, I don't think they're going to need him this year. Yeah. But uh, unless uh, John Tavares blows an ACL, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you never know. But, um, you know, I think that this signing is a security blanket type move and in my opinion i think he's still a useful player he can help some of these young centers teach these young guys we have a lot of youth in in the in the system so let's see i think it's not a bad thing to keep him around Mm -hmm. uh kotka niemi signs his entry-level deal Woo! and the career of the man has started (laughs) okay sure (laughs) uh i think he's gonna end up going back to europe yeah, but this does open up some options for him. Um, he could make the team out of camp. You never know. You're talking Laval or NHL? No, NHL. He could no. still make the NHL. No. I mean, hey, it's a possibility. Um, he could play in Laval too as well. I think signing him now gives him that option. So I think it's definitely something to keep an eye on, and it'll make the upcoming uh, training camp very interesting. Uh, to tell you the truth, I wouldn't want him near this right now. I mean, don't mess up this guy's development by yeah, putting him on this questionable yeah. roster. I think it's better that he does go back there, play center a full year. But, I mean, if he blows guys away, if he blows people away, you never know. He, he, it's going to be interesting to watch the situation unfold. Mm-hmm. I agree. Another center, Matthew Pekka. Two-year, 1.3. Yeah. yeah, it's a two-year, $1.3 million per deal. Hey. It's a, I was, I had a little Twitter, not like an argument over, uh, so basically Treg ended up posting something on uh, Twitter about how he had, uh, he had, he posted lines and he had Matthew Pekka at second line. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? Yeah. Um, but I was reading into Matthew Pekka. He was highly overlooked. 
in uh, in Tampa, mm-hmm. and he could actually slot in very well on the team. So, if Treg is right, hey, perfect, right? Yeah, we'll see. I don't see it happening. Uh, he could surprise some people. Definitely, I think he's gonna uh, push uh, Jacob Delarose and Dano. I think to play well yeah. and evolve. I like the signing. I know he's small, but from what I heard, he's a good player. He's another David Dayernay. He's got some upside, and he's Mike Pekka's son, eh? I don't think he is. No, though. he's not. He's not. <laughs> he's not Mike Pekka's son. <laughs> no. I thought he was in the beginning. Everybody, I'm sure everybody did. And, and I think he, a lot of people have asked him that, right? But he's there's no relation. Yeah. Like, zero relation. But it, it sounds better if, if, if he actually was. So I'm just going to say he's Mike Pekka's son. Yeah. Because then we Maybe would his have dad is Mike. Then we would have Mike Pekka's son. We would have Ty Domi's son. We would have uh, Keith Primu's son. Yeah. We'll have um, Pat Verbeek's nephew. I mean, look at us. We're ex NHLers, yeah. full of ex NHLers kids. Can't let go of the past. So you know, it is what it is. So yes, welcome to the squad, Mike Pekka's son. Okay, Kenny Augustino, one year, two way deal. Another little Val move. We yeah. uh, we. We bulked up on Laval. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I think, well, you lost some goals, so I think he's, you know, this guy is somebody who could get a call up. Mm-hmm. He does have some experience, but I think most of this, the, this move was mostly done, I think, to replace, like, Chris Terry, Adam Cracknell. Yeah, of course. Just because you lost a lot of goals there, so you need kind of a veteran-type guy. Uh, Michael Chaput, two-year, two-way deal. Yeah. Another uh, Laval? Yeah. He's, Hopeful. He's another center. He's a guy who he hasn't been able to stay in the NHL. He has some experience, but more of an AHL guy, mm-hmm. a veteran guy. He's going to bring support. These two players here are going to bring support to the new wave of young guys coming to Laval. Yeah. Um, Xavier Wallet. Yeah. Um, he signed a one-year, two-way deal. Yeah, good for him. This one was he, rumored, so... Yeah, it was a long time coming, apparently. Uh, hey, we signed a French guy, so all the French... <laughs> the people that bash uh, Mark Bergeron for not signing any French guys, there it is. Yeah. Uh, he can he can compete in for uh, yeah, he NHL could. spot. I so. agree. I think, you know, this is he another... Actually, I really liked his attitude. He said, I didn't come here to... S- I didn't sign here to play in Laval. Ooh. So, he's... Uh, he wants he's to play ready. for the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah, he's eh? ready to go. Yeah, you know... This guy, he he's a guy who also came through the Armada camp, played there young. So yeah. I'm sure that Joel Bouchard knows him. Um, like you said, a guy who could contend for a roster spot on the NHL team. I don't see it happening, but you never know. I mean, yeah. if he comes in with that attitude, you never know. Uh, attitude is everything. Yeah, so, 100%. Know? Um, but, yeah, I think, uh, again, this is them throwing a bone to the hardcore French fans. Right? Yeah. So. Welcome to the squad, uh, Xavier Wallet. Uh, Jacob Delarose signed a two-year, nine hundred k deal. I like the deal. Yeah, I like it. He's last year he he got a bigger role near the end of the season, and he I think I feel like he stepped up. It's a bridge too to a bigger contract. He Potential can prove bigger, if he's yeah, if yeah. He, you know, can he prove that he's an NHL guy? I think that he's gonna play with some fire. I like um, the deal. I hope he. I really hope he ends up panning out, and I don't want him on. The fourth line. If you're on the fourth line... I think he's got to be third. Maybe even yeah. Plecky as the fourth. We'll see what happens anyway, but you know, I knew he, they were going to keep him. He has some upside, so we'll see where he goes. Yeah. All right, so are the Habs a better team today than they were last year? Um, okay, so you're going to have a little chuckle when I 
start reading this off. Honestly, okay, I don't think we're a better team on paper, but I think we're a team that vastly underachieved last season. You ready? I think with a healthy Weber, so uh-huh. nix that, no more healthy Weber, um, back to normal price, a back to form patches if he is a hab, um, we can compete for a playoff spot. But I'm very intrigued in the path that Bergevin is finally taking. He's working through the draft. He's finally realizing the value of developing from the ground up and having homegrown talent. Um, I feel like this is the right move, and I feel like they're trying to – Mark Bergevin is trying to do is he's trying to get rid of – like even in – you saw it in Laval, he's – sort of weeding out the older veteran guys while keeping some, but he's trying to go with the youth movement, and I like that. I like that a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, I think they're exactly the same. <laughs> Nothing has changed. Okay, yes, the farm system uh, has changed. Yes, you got a lot of youth coming in. Could they be better than, than last year? Sure. I mean, Carey Price healthy. Yeah. Right? But I think uh, with the news of Shea Weber, it doesn't look good. No. Uh, the division has gotten stronger. We stayed the same. Yeah. You know, it's disappointing. It really is disappointing. Um, I think that, you know, if all the young talent on this team finds their game, you could possibly have a diamond in the rough. But if I w- it's more like a Swarovski crystal. <laughs> My, that's what I would label this team. They look You know, nice, I was expecting more this offseason. You know, yeah. I was expecting more this offseason. And it just it the pieces didn't fall like I expected. The pieces didn't fall like management said. It you know they said changes were coming. We don't see the changes. Yeah. So it's a little bit disappointing. I'm not. I can't sit here and lie to you and say that I'm not disappointed because I am disappointed. So I I'm think I think we're the, the same. Now. I'm disappointed for the now, but I'm also very excited for the future. Like I just want to fast forward two years where Paling is a stud. Well, he's already a stud. But Paling is finally NHL ready. Kote Kaniemi is also probably NHL ready. I'm just excited for two years or three years from now. Uh-huh. Okay, well, what pieces should they add before the season starts then? Before the season starts, you need a left-handed shot. And right now you... But you have Xavier Wallet. He yeah. doesn't want to go to Laval, man. <laughs> no. Let's be real. <laughs> um, now you also have a hole at right D on your top, po- uh, top pairing. So you, br- you got you, Jeff Petrie, man. Yeah, you can have... Okay, what Jeff can- Pete did. Yeah, Jeff yeah, yeah. Pete. No, 100%. We can have, I mean, so we'll Jeff. have Petrie sh- slot up. We need a right D. We need a right-handed D shot. If you want, you put Learn Out there. I don't know how reliable Learn Out's going to be on third pairing. You also need left-handed shots, 100%. You got guys like Morgan Riley. On, not Morgan. I wish we had Morgan Riley. You have Mike Riley. <laughs> <laughs> you have same Carl, thing. Same Carl thing. Alsner, same thing. Have, Morgan, Mike, same, same player. Yeah, you have Javier Wallet. Javier, Javier Wallet. It's a silent. Javi. Um, <laughs> I don't know. We need a left-handed shot. Yeah, and our top two D men are nowhere to be found. Listen, I'm gonna say it just like I. We need a center. I've been saying from the, the beginning, way. a center and a left defenseman, man. I'm not saying to sacrifice the future, but you're wasting some good years of Weber and Price. I know Weber's hurt, but you're still wasting the year. Okay, um, you're overloaded on the wing. You have a lot of wingers, okay? Mostly top nine type players, but you got some kids with top six upside. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to be happy if this is how we start the season next year. I'm sorry. 
you know, just price being price alone will not allow you to finish bottom of the league. Mm-hmm. So spend to the cap, make hockey deals, and let's compete. Okay, you know, just because Weber is out till December doesn't mean you, you know you don't find a partner for him. Yeah, still find the partner for him. You got thirty-seven wingers, man. Get creative. <laughs> Like, you know, like there's deals out there to be made. We already missed out on some good players. So don't sit there and do nothing. Don't promise us that you're going to make the team better and then do nothing just because Weber got hurt. You know, uh, maybe I'm bitter. Okay, but you know what it feels like right now? It feels like a kid on Christmas morning whose house got robbed and all the gifts are gone. We got nothing. Yeah. And then everybody else is celebrating Christmas and we are stuck here with nothing. Yeah, we're like you were expecting. And the power's out. It's cold. You were expecting it. And then all (laughs) of a sudden it's like everything's gone. Where is everything? Nothing's happening. You know, I'm starting to feel like in the end, it's it's starting to smell like Jeff Molson, like when Mark Bergevin got hired, and I know I mentioned this before, Jeff Molson said, No, don't rebuild. And now that it's failed, Jeff uh, Mark Bergevin is like, I told you so. Now we must rebuild. And that's the only reason why I feel like he's got this this you know, Negative. all this. No, like he has all this rope. Oh, okay. I right? Get what you're saying, yeah. Like he hasn't done anything to make the team better. Yeah. You know, if I was the owner and this was happening, I'm putting pressure on to make this team better. But here we are, gearing up for another losing season. Yeah. I, I just don't like it. Yeah. So leads us to ask, can we call this a rebuild? And are you happy with the direction the team is going in? Um, I think it's safe to say the Habs are in a partial rebuild, not a full-blown rebuild, simply because if we were in a full rebuild, Bergevin, he would have blown up the team. He would have traded guys like Petrie, Weber, Price, and for now, Patches, um, to fetch a lot of assets. Uh Uh-huh. Not too late to do that, though. No, it's not. Now, it won't be easy to trade guys like Price and Weber due to their contracts, but we have the cap to retain some salary in order to acquire the proper assets to help the rebuild. But that's, by the looks of it, it's not the path that Bergevin's taking. By the looks of it, the direction that we're going is the youth movement. We're trying to build up from the draft, which you see all the successful teams for a long time, like Toronto's got a long future, Winnipeg's got a long future. Edmonton, once they get a goal, he's got a long future. And D. But they all built up from the draft. Yeah. Right? And even perfect example is Edmonton. They built from the draft. They didn't... They don't have a lot of the guys that they drafted, like Taylor Hall or whatever, but they also... They still have the guys, the ability to trade and have assets. I feel like we don't really have the big ticket assets that we can trade right now unless you try to trade Weber, Price, and Petrie. And we yeah. need we, we need. And to two trade. of them have no move, move clause. Exactly. So. And we need, I just, I, I want to see the, the return if we do, in fact, trade patches. Yeah. Because uh, I, th- I think that return will go to show the true path of Bergevin's. So for me, I think they knew the direction they wanted to go in because they knew Weber was hurt before the draft. Yeah. So I think they figured out what direction they wanted to go. There's no trades at the draft. There was no big signing so far. They made that nice uh, move, you know, the cap relief move with Winnipeg involving picks, you know. So that, to me, I thought that that shows you the route that he's trying to take here. You know, he missed all the big free agents, so he's moving to plan E. But I think it's five years too late to move to this type of plan. Um, you know, you made all these one-for-one trades to try and win now, yeah. okay? 
So try and win now. You we know? Don't, we don't have the squad, man. Again, money is an asset. You have a 30-goal scoring winger. You have young wingers. Like I said, 37 wingers with upside. Newly filled prospect pool. Do your, God, do your goddamn job. Yeah. Okay? I come, feel like he's just afraid to pull Just do your job or just come out and say we're rebuilding. Yeah. Okay? Like, it's frustrating. If you're going to rebuild, yeah, right. Sell Price. Sell Weber. Sell everybody. You know, let Byron Fraze be the number one center. For, you know? <laughs> let Byron Fraze be the number one center. Yeah. And slack for Jack or lose for Hughes, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but don't come out and tell us you're retooling. No, that's not. No. And you want to compete for the playoffs, but do nothing to help the team that almost finished in last place last year. You know, and don't come tell us that, oh, we didn't make any moves because the deal wasn't there. I work in sales. I can't come home and say, ah, yeah, I didn't sell nothing because, you know, the deal wasn't there. Sorry, you make there. the deal happen. Yeah. That's what Mark B needs to do. That's what he's hired or to do. Or just blow it up. Yeah. I'm sick of, of seeing, you know, everybody else around us get better except us. Make a decision. Make a clear, you know, choose a clear direction for the team. Don't keep what you have and hope for the best. Yeah. Okay? Like, I think that you can take either option here. This team could get competitive without sacrificing the future. But, like I said, it's going to take some smart moves. You got to get creative, like I've been saying forever. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to sell the future. There, there's moves to be made. Or... Just sell your valuables, go the other way, do something, choose one. I'm, I don't like this, you know, playing in the middle here, the monkey in the middle. I don't like it. Yeah. So choose a direction. I, I'm frustrated. I know a lot of fans are frustrated with what the hell is going on here, and I don't like it. You know, they there's, told us there's going to be changes. There's no changes. There's no identity. I think that what's frustrating for everybody is there's no identity for our team right now. Right? Yeah, it's like, but we, we don't, don't know. know. Like, we don't, we don't exactly. know where we're going. We don't know. And Are we going to compete, or is it a, just come out and say it? Yeah. Because the way it looks right now, it's, it looks like a rebuild. But I you're just not saying it. I think it. they don't want to say it just because there's so many fans that will say, oh, you know what? I'm not going to the games. They well, don't want to lose sales. Well, just man up, man. Yeah, that's it. Man they up and say it because this middle, while. this playing this middle is not, it's not working for Mediocrity me. And it's not, not working for a yeah. lot of fans. I see a lot of frustrating. And, you know, if people who listen to this podcast, you know that we've tried our best to stick by this guy, you know. But at the same time, I can't say that I'm not frustrated, and I see the frustration. Yeah. So make something happen. Make the, you know, make the fans happy. Make the team better. Yeah. All right, so it's time for, you know what time it is now, Gibbs? What time is it? It's time for Let's Have Some Fun. All right, let's have some fun. Yeah. All right, so... Basically, I just seen something floating around Twitter mm -hmm. where it's like hockey asks, and there's about 20 of them. So let's go through them right now. So number one, favorite team? The Vegas Knights. No, I'm kidding. Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> <Of laughs> Me too. The Habs, 100%. I mean, duh. Yeah. Uh, least favorite team? Boston Bruins. Really? Yeah, Boston Bruins. I'm the Toronto Maple Leafs. Hate okay. the Toronto Maple Leafs. Okay. Hate them. Hate them. Second favorite team? Second favorite team actually was is the Colorado Avalanche. Simply because when Patrick Wawa Wawa got traded, I fell in love with Forsberg, Sackick, Bork, all those guys. When, when the team was just stacked. Yeah, I'll say Laval Rocket because I don't like any other NHL teams. Okay, Laval fine. Rocket. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Um, ri favorite rivalry? 
Montreal versus Boston. Oh, okay. I like the I, again least favorite team. So the Leafs for me, I think it's those. If if like we lose every game but only beat the Leafs, you're happy. I'll I'll be well. I'll be kind of happy. <laughs> um, any rivalries in the family? Yeah, obviously, being living in Toronto, there's a lot of Leaf fans in my family, so we go back and forth. It's a friendly rivalry. Yeah, no, no rivalries in the immediate family, although my mother does cheer for the Leafs, but there's no rivalries in the immediate family. Yeah, but no. there is throughout the whole, the rest of the family. So, yeah. yes, definitely. Cousins and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, best looking uniform slash logo. Okay, do you remember the, the, the Edmonton Oilers alternate jersey? Mm, it's maybe, a few years yeah. back. It's like that dark blue one. It had that, like... Silver looking old. Oh, okay, yeah. And it yeah, looked yeah, like it was on fire, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I really like that yeah. uh, that jersey with the white sleeves. For, um, for me, it's the the white Vancouver Canuck. I told you, like when Pavel Bury yeah, was playing. Yeah, that's a that's, good one. That's always been my favorite. Um, the best logo is obviously the Habs logo. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, no, but I like that whole jersey. Even oh, okay, logo. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, favorite goal horn slash song. The Habs Goldhorn. The one that is the intro? Yeah, and then uh, the yeah. Allez Montréal. Yeah, that's my favorite. That's mine. It right gets me. It get, yeah. I get, like, that's I get, why it's our intro. I love it. I love it. Um, what hockey merch do you own? <laughs> I got a Habs onesie. <laughs> got a Habs onesie that I wear on Christmas. Uh, got a bunch of jerseys, cups, goalie masks, pictures, beer. I got a... I never told you this. I got, like, a beer can, like, a beer tin, and it's, like, it's like for... It's a Habs logo. I'll show it to you when we after the podcast. It's for beer. And then I got hockey cards and a bunch of stuff. I got everything, too. Cards, pictures. I mean, we have a whole shrine. So, yeah. I mean, like everything. Underwear. You <laughs> name it. I have it. Uh, the Habs, though. All Habs. The only other jersey, I think, for other team I own is Hamilton Bulldogs. And even then, that's oh, an, that was an yeah, affiliate, right? When they were the affiliate. Yeah. yeah so, um, favorite hockey memory? Favorite hockey memory? Um, Jeez. Uh, probably my very first uh, Habs game was against the Leafs. Me and my dad went. Um, I was 12. My dad got tickets. He just randomly got tickets. He's like, hey, you want to go to the game? And, yeah, we ended up going to the game. It was, I think the Habs ended up winning 3-2. Uh-huh. But, yeah, that was probably my biggest memory. Uh, my two biggest memories are my first playoff game ever even though the Habs lost it was against Ottawa but P.K. Subban scored an amazing goal and it was just feeling the playoff atmosphere at the Bell Center for the mm-hmm. first time and another hockey t- I guess it's a hockey memory I met P.K. Subban after his first playoff run when he when he got called up and played for us in the playoffs yeah and I met him at a club at a rehab nightclub and uh I went up to him and I said hey man great job on the season, he shook hands. This was here. Uh, this was in Oakville, Ontario. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, shook my hand. I said, "Hey, good job." He's, he wasn't happy. Like he wasn't happy about the run. He wanted to go further. Yeah, of course. So you could see the compete in him. But yeah, I actually met him and shook his hand. And this was before he was. He was. He blew up. Okay. So pretty cool. Um, Olympic hockey or NHL hockey was better. Olympic hockey, just because. It's the best of the best in each for each country, and I also yeah. like that it's a short it's a shorter time, so it's more exciting. It's fun. I still like NHL hockey better. Yeah, I like the style better. It's just more rough and tough, and like like if you can choose, if I had to choose be- between NHL playoffs and Olympic, I'm taking the playoffs all day. Okay. Uh, Olympic team, which who do you root for? Come on, obviously Come on. Canada. Canada. Uh, Kazakhstan. 
Canada. Canada. Uh, which legends do you wish you could have grown up watching? Uh, honestly, Boom Boom, uh, Jeffrey on. Uh, Guy Lafleur, Jack Leplon. Yeah, I mean, just all the those guys. Pretty much yeah, all the, the legends Richard, from, yeah, from Montreal. We have so many. Um, when slash what, how... What's yours? I just said the same okay, thing. Okay, fine. Yeah. Sorry. When slash how did, did you first get into hockey? So I first got into hockey when my grandfather would watch it. And I spoke yeah, about it on spoke our about YouTube it our uh, Watch channel. our video, everybody. Yeah. Come plug on. It, plug it. So basically, he'd have a bottle of wine. And he'd basically screaming at the TV that the Habs were, when the Habs were doing bad. And I was over there sitting, watching, playing my action <laughs> figures. And then one day he went to go to the washroom and I looked up and boom, I fell in love with the Habs. Yeah, same thing. I explain it. 1993 when they won the cup, seeing my dad parading around the house. I had posters everywhere and it just kind of stuck to me. Um, favorite current players? Uh, Gallagher, Price, obviously those two. And even though he hasn't stepped foot on the ice, I'm really starting to grow fond of Max Domi. Just because I feel like the way he's embracing the whole city, he's like, his whole attitude for, like, his overall attitude, it's really starting to grow on me. Yeah, I like Gallagher Price. And, you know, a, a guy that I really like, he's not a superstar yet, but I hope he turns into one, is Nikita Sherback. Yeah. Guy I love. That's a good one. And he, but like, if he really turns into the player I, I think he could be, he uh, he's going to be my next jersey. Okay. Um... Next is, sorry, I accidentally closed it. Uh, le, favorite players of all time? So, Price and Wah, um, Sakic, Koivu, Markov, and Rob Blake. Uh, for me, it's Pavel Bure, yeah. Mario Lemieux, uh, John LeClaire, used to love John oh, LeClaire, nice. and Patrick Wah. Those a good are one. my favorites of all time. Uh, least favorite? Chara. I hate his face, and obviously I hate Marshawn. <laughs> uh, me is Chris Neal. Real GL James. Sean Neal. Avery and John Tavares. Hey, John Tavares. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that That's guy. That's a new listed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, newly listed guy. guy. I hate that guy. Uh, least favorite players on your team? Carl Osner. <laughs> it's got to be Carl yeah. Osner. Yeah, yeah for me, goal. it's Byron Fraze and Carl Osner. Yeah, Fraze is a good one, too. I have, uh, before it was David DeHarnay. <laughs> yeah, we all hated him. We wanted him gone. Yeah. Um, favorite hockey movie? Uh, the Mighty Ducks movies. Yeah, me too. D2 is my favorite with, the, yeah. you know, so yeah, I got to go. That's our generation, even Kay. though they're not the greatest. Yeah, but how re- unrealistic is that? It's those terrible. movies. Like, they're terrible. You if you really Iceland, watch it. You got Iceland, who's like a powerhouse <laughs> team, and they only the have like 300,000. <laughs> like, it's like, what the hell? Yeah, it, they're terrible movies, but we grew up on them, so yeah. that's what we remember. Um, and if you could have any jersey, which team and which player would you choose? Uh, Patrick Waugh. I don't have a jersey. I of have his. a Patrick Watt. I don't have his wall. jersey. And if it was, if I really, I'd really loved it to be. I'd love it to be plaqued. Yeah, a plaqued signed jersey. I would love a signed Pavel Bury, the old school Canuck jersey. That'd, that'd be pretty. Be, that'd yeah, be that'd be huge. pretty dope. So, guys and girls, my birthday May tenth, it passed. But next year, you want to send it over? Yeah, no problem. Uh, and uh, favorite uh, hockey city? Uh, Windsor Spitfires are my squad. <laughs> so Windsor. Obviously, Montreal, 100%. the city of Bleu Blanc et Rouge. Great city. Yeah. I love it. Fantastic. Always have an amazing time there. Uh, Montreal, for sure. Nashville's a close second. I, lo- I haven't watched a game there, but I love the city. And Vegas is TBD, to be determined. We don't know yet. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Even Pittsburgh, maybe. We might fall in love in Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's true. Um, so we're, this is it. We're done. 
for the for season, season officially yeah. our two bonus shows are done um we're gonna give you guys a little summer speech a little something say a little something before we go but first remember still follow us we've got youtube videos planned uh it was delayed last week just because of the heat it's been it's been crazy give me fainted so yeah yeah <laughs> our health uh, you know we got to think about our health first but yeah, I mean, it's been awesome. I'd like to thank everybody who listened. Uh, yeah. Please follow everybody on the All Habs team. They're still working through the summer just like we are, but you know, they're working harder. So follow them. Look at our original YouTube video. Please get the likes up. Anything you see of ours, please share. Please retweet. Yeah. You know, the more the merrier. Uh, like I said, I really enjoyed this. It's been a really good year. You gonna cry, Lewis? No. Okay. So uh, what do you got to say to the fans before we go? Um, in regards to the Habs, no, just what, just what advice? General, this is something to give them. It's been a good ride. It's been a good ride so far. I really uh, didn't expect us to to have such a following. Um, but yeah, I'm really liking this. Make sure everybody follows all the Habs, uh, all Habs content, and have a great summer. We'll see you at uh, in training camp when training camp pops up. But uh, yeah, be sure. Like Lewis said, to follow our YouTube uh, channel, we'll be having some videos uh, periodically throughout the uh, the summer. The season sucked. Yeah. But, you know, our fans were there with us the whole way. Yeah. We tried to stay positive, but be real. And we hope you all received that message from us. I hope you all have a great summer full of full coolers, beautiful women or men. Or your significant other, whatever one you choose. Uh, I wish you all wealth, health, and happiness. And I hope you don't forget about us, because we won't forget about you. And uh, we will be back better than ever. We will be here to cheer or criticize or both. And uh, we will make sure that we boo John Tavares and curse voodoo tricks. <laughs> John Tavares <laughs> every chance we get because we do live in Toronto uh, plus I, my friend cuts his hair so I'll make sure that that day the blade is a little loose uh, and snip the ear and this is uh, just cheers until season 3 thank you all and see ya later Bye, have a great time.